Fuck, I'm scared in my head. Shit. Skibidabot. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Shit. I hate this part. <laughs> Welcome to Channel 2 News, your number one news source for anything animated related. My name is Mazzy. My name is B. This is a podcast about cartoons and things that happen in the animation industry. And I promise I don't talk like this all the time. Uh, so yeah, if you like that, stick around. Yay! I, I, I want to preface this podcast by saying my microphone has been silly recently, um, so I'm going to do my best to make it sound decent, um, but if it doesn't, sorry guys. Apparently mine too, what the hell is going on? Let me turn this down. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most unlistenable podcast. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I think that's better, hopefully. We usually start off with trailers. Oh yeah. Um... <laughs> <it's-> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah um the first trailer that you sent me was from nickelodeon and paramount this is teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem i could not get that (laughs) this is this title is a tongue 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 sister try saying that like five times you didn't do your vocal any vocal warm-ups before podcast Mm -hmm. y'all do vote you wait you do (laughs) I don't. Okay, but. I was about to say, what the fuck? <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Fuck. Teen- <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. Teaser trailer. 2023 movie. Seth There's Rogen. too many T's. Too many T's, too many S's, too many turtles, too many mm. mutants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Anyways, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem is a movie. We have a teaser trailer. Just came out recently. Ten days ago from when we are recording this. <laughs> uh, ooh, boy. Oh boy, how do you feel about this teaser? It looks pretty good. I, We all know by this point, and if you don't know, I'd be very surprised. I'm a bit of a turtle head. I, I mm-hmm. love these silly little turtles. It looks good. I like the style a lot. I like the... I don't know. I just think it looks very nice. <laughs> the art style, dude. It's so good. Dude. dude. <laughs> <laughs> The backgrounds, dude. dude. I like the scratchy lines. There's a lot of little, like scratchy lines. It's very nice. It's so just like uh, something that came out of someone's sketchbook. Mm. It's like covered in crayon and marker and just scribbles, and it's so fun. Yeah. There's like not a single perfect shape in this. Like all the circles are mis, are like a little bit wonky. All the squares are a little bit wonky. Dude, the backgrounds. Dude. The backgrounds. <laughs> it's just, Dude. It just looks so good. <laughs> it looks so good. <laughs> I love the way that they, like, render the weapons. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like, like, there's a shot in, in particular 
fuck, I can't grab it. <laughs> but it, it's a, it's a, it's a Raphael's, his, uh, his thingy majiggers. Wait, I got it this time. <laughs> I don't know, it, it just looks so cool. I'm oh, like, what, what are his things called? You know I should know that. <laughs> You're the certified turtle head. What the fuck are these things called? Um, his twin size. Oh. I know what that is. I don't know why I forgot it, but... <laughs> that. Yeah, the way everything's rendered in the smear frames. Mm-hmm. Dude, the smear frames. The smear frames. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like it just was a lot of fun to work on. Mm. And I love I love to see that. I love to see some heart and some passion between uh, be behind some animation. Because you can definitely feel it whenever yeah. you watch it. Dude, the background. I can't. I can't stop looking at the backgrounds. <laughs> no, you're right though. Like I think, I think a lot of um turtles, uh series. I guess series. Yeah, a lot of turtles stuff. They do a really good job at like getting the vibe of New York City down. I say as mm. someone who's never been to New York City, but yeah, they get the vibes down. It looks very good. <laughs> like you can feel like the heart of the city. Yeah, and the lighting too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Dude, yeah, okay. I'll, it just looks really, really fun to look at. Yeah. Uh, and I, 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 I do enjoy the designs. I, I feel like there'll always be a, a special place in my heart for the Rise uh, designs. <clears throat> but I also like these as well. They, what I really like about them is that they're, they definitely like just look like teenagers. You yeah. Know? That reminds me of a. a comment in one of these that kind of made me feel insane <laughs> the comments in the there's someone who said and i i'm reading this all i'm not trying to put them on blast because they're, they're not technically wrong but it's just the way that it was phrased it kind of made me go huh <laughs> but it mm. says <laughs> i do like the concept of them being actual teenagers when they're usually depicted as young adults and they're not wrong because there are like a few like comic book series or other animated shows or movies that do depict them as adults but like i don't really interact with them so when i read this i was like what are you talking about it's in the name yeah i mean at least from what i've seen they've certainly always been teenagers they certainly didn't really act like it Mm -hmm. or look like it yeah it was it was it would kind of be a thing where it's like it's in the name but like you said, they w- they either did not look like it or act like it, and so it's like, it's like yeah, we're teenagers, but we basically act like grown men, and it's like that's not. But we're cool and mature. Yeah, <laughs> like the only like part of them that really felt like teenagers, but maybe they'd be a little silly. But you can just like put that up to them not being human, and then it's like oh, they like pizza. <laughs> oh, the pizza. The dude. pizza. Only teenagers like pizza. Yeah, no adults. Only teenagers like pizza. But yeah, I like it. I like this a lot. I'm very excited about this. I I say this with so much endearment. They just look so dorky. Yeah. <laughs> and that's good. That's very good. We need more of that. Dude, the rendering. I'm, I'm never going <laughs> to shut up about that. Dude, the backgrounds. Dude. <laughs> it's, it's just looks, it just looks really great. <laughs> the visuals are really, really great. And, yeah. Uh, from the little we've seen from the writing, it also looks quite fun. So, yeah. <laughs> I will say, this is the first time I've actually watched this trailer in full because 
people on the internet are very mean and it kind of ruined my excitement. <laughs> Come on, guys. Guys. It was particularly the like a lot of people were like, I don't like how they portrayed April. Why oh shut and so up. like I, so like this is the first time I, I've seen the pictures like of the the boys in April and I was like really happy to see like Rockstay and Bebop but I was like I can't fucking watch this right now because you all are being so annoyed <laughs> but I, I just like it Everyone, I, I honestly like the April design she looks cool it's really cute yeah guys be nice the the thing is, it's like there's so much fucking turtle like shit out there, and there will continue to be forever and always. So it's like, why are you going to be mad about one movie that you don't have to watch? <laughs> you, you you have like eight other series you can watch. Exactly. You, <laughs> you can watch Bay Turtles. That's what we call the Michael Bay movies. Bay Turtles. The you Bay can Turtles. Watch, yeah, you guys can watch that. I don't think I want to watch the Bay Turtles. No, absolutely not. Actually, the second one they fixed the the I don't I don't I can't speak about the writing, but I know like the the boys how they looked was a lot better. And the first oh. one is fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> they look sick. <laughs> Turtle power. Turtle power. <laughs> Get shell shocked. <laughs> Guys, grab your shell. <laughs> it's Shut time up. for another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, this was a teaser trailer. Um, <laughs> and the movie comes out officially on August 4th. Whoa. Whoa. Of this year. Whoa. Whoa. I'm excited. <laughs> this is a big year for movies. There's a lot of movies coming out. Yeah. <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait. This is... I did not mean the for it to come out like that. Did you know no, they're, rele- yeah, they're releasing movies this year? <laughs> what? Dude, I can't believe it. I didn't even read the description. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go, go, go. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's not anything wild um, yeah. from TMNT war stuff. In Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, after years of being sheltered from the human world, the Turtle Brothers... That made me laugh a little bit. The Turtle Brothers (laughs) set out to win the hearts of New Yorkers and be accepted as normal teenagers through heroic acts. Their new friend, April O'Neil, helps them take on a mysterious crime syndicate, but uh, they soon get in over their heads when an army of mutants is unleashed upon them. It's nothing too fancy, but you know, that's fine. It's just turtles. (laughs) This is just turtles. (laughs) And that's A-OK. Yeah. All right. (laughs) <laughs> the rendering okay <laughs> shut up um shall we go to the next trailer yes okay the next trailer that you sent me was ruby gilman teenage kraken also from universal but specifically DreamWorks. Uh, oh yeah okay uh this has a lot of stuff in the description whoa oh, wow. <clears throat> this summer, DreamWorks Animation dives into the turbulent waters of high school with a hilarious, heartfelt action comedy about a shy teenager who discovers that she's part of a legendary royal lineage of mythical sea krakens and that her destiny in the depths of the oceans is bigger than she's ever dreamed. Whoa. Sweet, awkward 16-year-old Ruby Gilman uh, is desperate to fit in at Oceanside High. But she mostly just feels invisible. She's math tutoring the her skater boy crush. Uh, 
Oh, sorry. I thought it said Jack White as his voice. Oh, my actor. God. I almost passed out. <laughs> um, who, <laughs> who only seems to admire her for her fractals. Her, and she's her prevented word. from hanging out with this cool kids at the beach for, for, uh, from her over- overprotective s- super mom. Uh, there's so much words. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's like a little ocean girl. And she's a teenager and she's going to high school and she's trying to have a normal life. But she's like a kraken monster thing. Ah. <laughs> Ruby Gilman, teenage teenage kraken. <laughs> the trailer shows off way too damn Dude, much. I was literally they, like by like the one minute and thirty second mark, I was like, okay, you're you showing me too much. <laughs> you showing me too much. <laughs> like I like I'm gonna be honest, I love teen girl stories in media because I yeah you can probably guess why I don't know I like shit like this Mean Girls is one of my favorite movies of all time <laughs> but mm-hmm. um so it's like the like the writing here is a little cheesy but I'm like oh I love this but I'm like at the same time I'm like I'd love it more if you didn't show me so much <laughs> let it be yeah. surprise ah <laughs> uh, okay uh. there's like this whole thing between Krakens and mermaids that they introduce and then you know there's the popular girl at school and it's like look out for mm. mermaids and it shows her and it's like oh maybe it's just like a you know a comparison of real life maybe <laughs> like you know nerds and popular kids and kragens and mermaids i don't know um and then later on in the trailer they just show that she is genuinely a mermaid like yeah. it wasn't a metaphor or anything it was it's genuine which is fine and i'm sure we could have concluded that would have been the twist anyways uh but they just show that and they show them fighting at the end and it's like we've we we we've seen the damn movie already i don't know yeah. I, I don't like that i'm like please don't no stop it's a two and a half minute trailer it trailers don't need to be that long I no <laughs> i think i don't know i feel like i feel like we've forgotten how to make trailers mm-hmm I say like I've ever made one in my life. It's just like, I don't know. Like, don't show me all this shit, dude. I mean, I'm still, I'm still gonna keep an eye out for it. But why are you doing all of this? <laughs> it looks fun and it looks cute. Yeah. Um, the way the characters are shaped, I don't know how to describe it, but it's yeah. very interesting to me. Yeah, I agree. I also don't know how to describe it. I agree with you. They're very like floppy. They're super floppy. <laughs> <laughs> like the way, like there's like ways that like Ruby moves, and I, I actually really like it a lot. She kind of just like swings her body around. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I really like her her character movement, <laughs> and she's like all slimy and kind of yucky. Yeah. The the fabric of her sweater is really nice. Uh, <laughs> it looks cute. It looks fun. But the trailer, ah. Oh, like why are you like stop? It could it could have ended after a minute, you know. Hmm. I'm also um I'm I'm sure you noticed, but I'm also very glad that DreamWorks is continuing to get back into the the vibe of making fun of Disney again. Because <laughs> 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 um for the people who haven't seen this trailer, the popular Mean Girl mermaid girl she looks very similar to another certain redhead mermaid Mm. (laughs) they got jokes i I will always take a giggle at disney (laughs) it's just straight up (laughs) yeah 
they just straight it's, up like it. There's no subtlety. No. Like even the colors and every like like the clo- the color of her clothes are very reminiscent and I don't know. I think it's funny. It's a little funny. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys. Cause like the shot of her like holding like the fucking what is it? Uh trident. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this one I was like, oh that's literally just Ariel. <laughs> Straight up. The straight up just her. But I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I will say, okay, actually the human designs, they kinda they kinda have a little bit of a fucking Hotel Transylvania vibe. Is it I just sort of see that? It's yeah, like in the very, eyes. Yeah, yeah. They're very exaggerated too. Mm-hmm. I kinda like I I feel like sometimes they mm-hmm. look a little too weird, but that's I mean Oh no, I agree. <laughs> who, who am I to say? <laughs> um, and the building designs you you can like barely see it in the background i think those are nice too the architecture mm. uh, but yeah it shows so much <laughs> um so if you well i mean we basically say what's in the trailer but if you are interested in this movie don't watch this fucking trailer dude <laughs> watch, watch like half of it yeah what like after like after like one minute just like <laughs> that's enough <laughs> that's enough you get it, mm. you get it. yeah yeah Goodness. Uh, I don't have too much more to say about this though. It's just mm. like a little, a little coming of age story about a, about a cracking teenage girl and mermaids and stuff and fighting yeah. and kaiju's. It's kind of kaiju. Oh yeah, it does kind of have that vibe. I say that not watching <laughs> any <laughs> kaiju things before. They get big and fight. So I've... that's cool. I can't say, I can't give off, like, I can't be like, um, this scene is like this scene from this movie. Like, no, but I, my mother enjoys a lot of Godzilla movies, so I've, I've seen bits and pieces, and mm-hmm. I, I, can, I can definitely see it. <laughs> when does this freaking thing come out? It just says, in theaters, this summer. No official date, I don't think, now that I'm looking at it. I feel like if it's coming out this soon, there should at least be a month. <laughs> yeah. It's March. It's halfway through March. Oh, shit. It's going to be summer soon. I don't yeah. want to be warm and hot and sweaty. Me neither. <laughs> when? Okay. <laughs> Let's get into the news. Do you want to talk about more mermaid stuff? Uh, sure. I guess this was also a trailer that just came out in the day. <laughs> Oops. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's fine <laughs> whatever um this is okay we've we've known for a little while that the big mouse man disney himself has mm-hmm. uh, been working on the little mermaid live action remake mm-hmm. uh and yeah how do you feel about it i've been seeing quite a talk about it um i mean for one i I think one thing that's very funny is that Disney has never has not remade a movie that I have any like personal connection to yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like it's like um like the Sleeping Beauty one, then like the Aladdin one, and this one. So it's like all of them I don't have many like feelings on. I'm just like I don't care. <laughs> but I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I mean. Honestly, my biggest issue with any of them is them being like, oh, it's live action. And it's like, no, it's not. Stop lying. It's, so, it, it's all just realistic CGI. <laughs> yeah. I don't like looking at it. 
<laughs> oh wait, I forgot about Mulan. They they got me once, but I didn't watch it. <laughs> I've just I've I've kind of skimmed through the official trailer that came out recently, and it's just mm. it's so dark. I think they've lightened it up, honestly. Like I was like, like Ooh. I told, yeah, it's I, still dude, so dark. it was darker. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, it was much darker than this. <laughs> Cause like I, I, I watched like the little teaser that they put out like before, cause that's when everybody was like the colors look like shit, and then <laughs> I think I remember that actually, yeah. Yeah, and then I watched like the Oscars, so that's how I saw this trailer, and I was like, oh, it actually looks like the colors are better. <laughs> Dude, Nemo. <laughs> can you send me that link so I can see it, so I can see it again? Have you seen Sebastian? It's so <laughs> silly. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I feel like the colors are better. Like obviously like in the shipwreck the shipwreck scene, it's it's dark cuz it's it's nighttime and but I don't know. I feel like the colors are better. But I could be wrong. I could be well, wrong. I think they could even be better better. I mean, um, no, I agree with that. <laughs> Dude, Sebastian. I saw someone be like, dude, they turned Sebastian into a crab. You dumbass. He's always been a crab. <laughs> oh, it is still pretty dark, actually. Yeah. Um. Uh, I can't see shit. Um, <laughs> Why are they so afraid of colors? <laughs> exactly. I just, I miss cartoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 there's no charm in this little crab. Of Sebastian. <laughs> it's it's so... nothing. It's a crab. It's just a crab and they put like big eyes on it. <laughs> it's so it literally cute. looks like Mr. Krabs. I said Nemo. Who's the flounder? <laughs> oh. yeah, you said, you said Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> Flounder's just a fish. And I know that sounds stupid because of course oh he's just God. a fish. But he's where he doesn't smile. He doesn't. He's just a fish. Dude, he's just a fish. It's so lifeless, all of yeah. this, and I, I'm not a fan. I can't. I can't. I can't do this anymore. Mm-mm. Also, I not- make like twenty more remakes, and I can't do this anymore. Yeah, one issue that I do have is like, I don't know. Like, obviously, it's the ocean and all, but I feel like the scenes in the ocean, like they just feel so like empty. Like there's nothing in there. Mm-hmm. Like, I need you to see this. <laughs> I need you to look at that. Like, it's like, it's like, where are the people? <laughs> like, where, why, why is it so, it just, it, it, like, it's just so, I don't like it. <laughs> okay, so there's, like, a scene in here where it's, like, it's, like, the, there's light and shit. But then it's, like, it goes to a scene in the dark where it's just her and Trident. And obviously there's nobody else around. Because it's just them talking and shit, but it just—it's just—I don't know. Like I don't feel like wonder and like <laughs> light from this. I, it just feels so like, like, like. There's no feeling. <laughs> there's no joy. There's no joy here. <laughs> yeah, there's no fucking joy here, dude. And like that type of vibe works for like ursula's you know her her cave her little place mm-hmm. but like why is the rest like why is like the the cute ocean with the mermaids like why is it like that it shouldn't be like that 
I don't even like the original Little Mermaid movie. Really? <laughs> Actually, I don't even know if I've seen it in full, if I can I be think honest. It, I think I, I watched it some, like, in high school. Mm. I was, it's okay. I'm also just a, a, a hater. Uh, <laughs> that also didn't really do much for me either. So this new remake is very much not doing anything for me. Uh, Actually, can I ask you a question? Is, is there any like di- <laughs> this is gonna sound mean i don't mean this in like a do you even like any like this is a genuine question because i actually don't okay. even as long as we've been friends i don't know if there's an answer to this question <laughs> do you are there any like disney movies you do like? Really not now. not pixar like just disney 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 yes and if, if, if the answer is no that's okay but i just thought about it. i was like do you like any of them <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm looking at a list right now. <laughs> okay. Emperor's New Groove. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's that's a good pick. <laughs> Just that one. <laughs> um Princess and the Frog I like. Okay, okay, yeah. Scratches my head. I'm I kind of want to say Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> I mean, I think that's also a good pick, yeah. I feel like that one just has, like, a spot in my heart for some reason. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why. Because, bro, because we're gamers. We're <laughs> gamers. Because we're gamers. <laughs> I feel like Aladdin. I feel like Aladdin, like, um, shouts out to my mom, I guess. That's one of her favorite <laughs> Disney movies, so I, I oh, very much sweet. watched Aladdin a lot. <laughs> there, there's a couple of them. I'm not a pure hater, but... Okay, okay. Like, genuinely, that was a genuine question. I was not trying to, like, poke fun at you. <laughs> no, I, I like, get it, because I, yeah. It's like, whenever we do talk about Disney, like, obviously we're both haters. But I'm like, I'm usually like, yeah, I like this movie, I like this movie, and I'm just like, I don't know if you've... <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, those, I, I think all of those are pretty good picks, honestly. <laughs> I I appreciate the early stuff and, you know, mm. the ways that Disney has contributed to animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> the CEOs could be better. Uh, yeah. And the ways yeah. they use their money could be better, you know. And, yeah. and, and the way <laughs> that they own everything in the world could be not happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just the current stuff has given mm. me a big sour taste in my mouth. And also the oversaturation of all of their properties, basically. <gasps> yeah. So, yeah, I understand. <laughs> Let's talk about not Disney mm-hmm. and indie animation. Whoa. Whoa. I'm going to talk about two Kickstarters that I saw recently mm-hmm. uh, for indie animation. Uh, the first one is for The World's Divide, uh, or something I saw today, so I'm sorry if my, uh, I don't know, perhaps my description isn't the best. I, I, I saw this maybe like five minutes before recording. I was like, shit, now I have to talk about this. Um, <laughs> but it's awesome. Uh, Cloud Rise Pictures is an independent Canadian studio behind the web series S. Luna, the first monolith, and the feature film S. Luna, The Crown of Babylon. It is mostly a one-man animation studio hoping to one day grow. I'm gonna, the, the, I read like little snippets of this project, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pass away reading all of this. and I, I had like shouts out. It's so respectable, I think, mm. to be doing something like this. But I 
couldn't imagine doing something like this alone. Okay. The World's Divide is an upcoming animated feature film produced by Cloud Rise Pictures and animated solely by Denver Jackson. Denver Jackson, you Jesus son God. of a gun. Uh, <laughs> this film is an action sci-fi adventure drawing large influences from Studio Ghibli, um, Makoto Shinkai, Akira, Ghost in the Shell, and even Zelda Breath of the Wild. The film is targeted to more of a mature audience akin to that of Princess Mononoke. Mm. Even though this project is nearing completion in the animation phase, we still require help with the post-production. This involves bringing life to the animation through voice, sound, and music. This Kickstarter campaign is to crowdfund the following. Uh, voice acting, music, and sound mixing. All so right. this... It, oh, oh, <laughs> it's like animated fully in like this one dude made That's all insane. the backgrounds and all the effects and all the animation. I'm gonna scream. <laughs> um, there was a tweet recently um, from Denver Jackson. Used all my life savings to turn uh, to survive two years while I animate 14 to 18 hours a day, seven oh days God. a week, for the duration of production. Also paid out of pocket, thus uh, spending thirty-five thousand oh dollars. Not, not accounting for my time. Budget of this film is thirty-five k. Uh, no savings left, and need help finishing. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> the power, the power of this guy is unbelievable. <laughs> I really hope he makes his goal. Holy Please, shit. Please, for and the love some. of God, donate <laughs> to this Kickstarter. I get absolutely wild. I wish you could see my face right now. I'm just like. I know, right? <laughs> we're, we're both doing the jaw drop face right That's now. That's literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. He, he deserves, he deserves like everything a million billion dollars yeah <laughs> there's a oh yeah there's stretch goals i think the uh the minimum goal is yeah about thirty thousand dollars okay uh the stretch goal though <laughs> which i do think is a little funny the final one is called the impossible and it's like over 300k and and it's just said denver gets minimum wage for his work which i think is really funny no <laughs> it's a, it's a cruel joke but i i giggled a little bit in yeah. like a sad way oh, man. dude this oh, this is really really impressive and i'm <laughs> surprised you know it's even gotten this far i would have <laughs> I would have quit after two months. I don't Literally, like I can't even like get myself to like commit to stuff, projects, even ones that mm. I really want to do. So it's like this is crazy. <laughs> Absolutely wild. So um, I'll be putting a link to this in the description. This is Denver Jackson, uh, The World's Divide. So far, we're like uh, almost a third away yeah. from the goal so please for the love of god donate i can't please. we need to see this thing finished i can't have any more i don't know ambitious animation be lost mm. something like this Ugh. Ah. <laughs> 18 hours a day good lord That's okay <laughs> please denver if you're ever listening to this please take uh, a, a year-long break just mm. like go on vacation after yeah. this is done please please your work is very appreciated though hmm. uh and there's another kickstarter for another an indie animated thing mm. uh this time it is from japan whoa. whoa uh recently there's been about a five minute pilot to help promote it uh it's called hidari and dude 
dude. Uh, it's a stop motion animated film uh, that they're planning to make, but it is entirely wood puppets. Oh, wow. And, it, you know, it's a samurai film. And so whenever he, like, stabs someone, there's, like, wood chips coming out of them. It's so <laughs> cool. I love that. <laughs> it, that's so fun. <laughs> and from the five-minute um pilot that we've gotten, I really enjoy how everything moves and, you know, the choreography and the, the cinematography of everything. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> and also... It's already hit its uh, goal, so that's yeah. that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah I'm still I'm still gonna link it in the description though. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, in the description it says, "Hello, thank you for your interest in our project Hidari. My name is Masashi Kawamura, and I'm the lead director of this film. I normally work as a creative director in my own company, Whatever Co. Good name. Uh, <laughs> however, as a kid who was raised by watching films by Ray Harryhausen." Uh, Kihachiro, Kawamoto, and Phil Tepet, I always dreamt of one day creating my own long-length stop-motion animated film. And this mm-hmm. idea of a stop-motion samurai film was something I've been cooking up for years. Uh, this film will tell an action-packed story of Jingoro Hidari, a legendary sculptor in the Edo period of Japan, using wood puppets, which again is so cool. <laughs> I, I love a puppet, if you don't know this. I love a good puppet. You do, you do love a puppet. We were able to gather a world-class stop-motion animator team who believed in this idea and created a five-minute pilot, which you can check out above. Which, by the way, yeah, I believe this is animated by the same... This is the easiest... I, I feel like I've said this a lot recently. It's the same team who did uh, Rilakkuma okay. uh, on Netflix. Which, I'm again, I'm very glad they're doing work. Uh, yeah. I also think... Yeah, it says Dwarf Studios, which now that I look at it, Ori, Thunder God's Tale, yes. Mm. That is apparently another thing they worked on. And maybe I did know that and then forgot immediately, but uh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and also Domo-kun, dude. What's Domo-kun? Remember Domo? Oh, wait, I know what you're talking about. It's a little guy. We need to bring Domo back, for real. Yeah. <laughs> we need to start wearing baseball caps with this guy again. We're really excited about how this pilot film is looking and would love to find a way to receive enough funding and support to make into a feature-length film. <laughs> Yay! Which, apparently, we already have! Yay. Which is so great. I haven't actually looked on the Kickstarter until now, and I'm very happy to see that it's at this goal. <laughs> uh, so, I the goal was 15000 and we're at, you know, double that. So that's wonderful to see. Yeah. This is fine. I don't... There's a little timeline of, you know how long it's going to take mm. and they're estimating the release date to be in 2028 oh that's it's fine i get it i get it animation takes so long and i get it but i need this now <laughs> five years Oof. we will wait <sighs> patiently i'll wait i'll wait so patiently <laughs> um oh and another thing which is also really cool mm. uh, i think if you pay because, you know, Kickstarter it has, like, if you donate this much, then you'll receive something cool back. Yeah. Uh, the most expensive thing, which is about 5,000 US dollars, uh, <laughs> you get the main character's head. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so cool. I if that. I were rich, dude. <laughs> you would have that head. I would have that head. <laughs> How cool is that's such a funny idea to me to be doing like a stop motion animated thing. It's like, yeah, once we're done, we'll like send you <laughs> the main character's head. 
I love that. <laughs> it's so awesome. A replica puppet. Oh, one of the cheaper ones. You get like a little prop from it. Oh, it's <laughs> so good. Okay. <laughs> this is Hidari. Yeah. Very excited for it. I'll wait. We'll come back to you in five years and tell you how amazing it is. But <laughs> I'm very excited for this. I did actually find another indie animation Kickstarter from oh, shit. Yeah, from an artist that I actually like and follow. So I will send that to you really quickly. This is from, I think this just happened today too, right? Yeah, it did actually. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We're getting a lot of news from when we're recording. Uh, <laughs> Pen Pals Forever, an animated pilot by Mary Lom. Yay! Yay! Uh, a colorful, magical girl pilot centering around three middle schoolers who aid their community through the power of friendship. Yay! Yay! I've been following... Well, I've been following this artist for quite some time now, but mm-hmm. I've I've been excitedly awaiting what they were going to do with this idea, because, like... Love that. <laughs> they were like, oh yeah, some exciting stuff is going to come out with this idea that I have. And I was like, oh, we're, we're fucking getting it going. <laughs> yeah. And the, it just looks really cute. Like, the characters are very cute. And I, I'm excited for this. Yee. Oh yeah, this is a very, um, very popular storyboard artist. I've definitely seen <laughs> her work before. Yeah. Also, it's very nice to see some magical girl stuff recently. Yeah. We, I feel like we've been in a drought. Absolutely. <laughs> a magical girl drought. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, best friends Tiffany, Lynn, and Brianna share a special bond over a seemingly ordinary friendship journal. With it, they express themselves freely together in whimsical and fantastical ways. Oh, and also happens to be magical. Yay! <laughs> Yay. This analog handwritten journal is a special place where the girls share their dreams and their struggles with one another using gel pens they collected at their local flea market. Cute. I love that. <laughs> what they didn't bargain for that this magical set of journaling material brings those hopes, fears, and fantasies right off the page directly into their real lives. Imagine that kind of power for a seventh grader. Uh, of course, each of these three girls uses their favorite color of the pack gel pens, of course, clearly, of course, uh, to write in the book. But in doing so, they've unknowingly chosen ownership of a corresponding color. Wow. 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 It just looks so cute. <laughs> the characters look very, very cute. This yeah. whole thing looks very cute. Yeah. They have a goal of around 150k. And so far wow. they have reached, as of today, the first day, um, about a little over 6k, which is, yay, very good. Yeah, for and first day, like, yeah. Yeah, good that's, good. that's good. Um, <laughs> this Kickstarter will be lasting for as of this recording, but by the time this episode goes out, it will be, like, 27 days. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's 29 days now, but by the time this comes out, it'll be 27 days. <laughs> oh, boy. Everybody click those links in the description for all the Kickstarters. I'm, again, I'm trying to read this. Uh, I'm assuming it'll be fully animated, so that's why... It is. It is show expensive. Yeah, this I don't is want to say expensive. The animation is expensive to make to begin with. I don't mean to make it sound like I'm. No, no, you're right. Yeah, mocking them. I know. I know. You know. But this is just for the pilot. They were they were just doing a pilot. So. And they're also, I believe, they're animating it through a LA's only black-owned animation studio. Well, oh wow! Ooh. Studio Smokescreen. Yeah, mm-hmm. from what I'm reading, their uh, team is very diverse and they're working very hard to make everything 
don't know, very inclusive, which is very nice. Yay, good. Good luck to all of these Kickstarters. Hope everything works out well for them. I have so many tabs open. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got lost in them. Speaking of uh, being inclusive in the animation industry, I don't know. Maybe that was a segue, maybe not. Uh, recently, <laughs> the Animation Guild tweeted, We need your help! Disney refuses to recognize animation production workers in their effort to unionize. Show your support and sign the petition here. Here's another link you can click in the description. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember when I was hating on Disney? Um, yeah, so from my understanding, in order to unionize, the you know, the company has to recognize it first. And apparently mm. Disney just refuses to do so. So That sounds like uh, them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, of course, we love unions on this podcast we love 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 unions yeah thank you unions so there is a petition to hopefully help with that they have a goal of twenty five thousand six hundred people and we're like almost there okay uh, we only need like eight thousand more so everybody sign it now no. if these people can't freaking unionize i swear to god disney <laughs> i'll be I'll pissed be, i'll be even more upset than i already <laughs> am at you all the time that was kind of a short one, but again, click that petition link in the description. Yay! Uh, the Oscars happened. They sure did. They sure did. <laughs> I, I did didn't not, watch them. I, I, was, I was not angry at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was normal and everybody who deserved it won. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm still mad. Ugh. <laughs> 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 The winner for Academy Award for Best Animated Feature went to Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Yay! Yay! Which is pretty cool. Yeah, I was, I was mm-hmm. like, you know, no matter who wins, I will be happy. Honestly, boy, I can't lie. I was kind of <laughs> hoping for Pussy Boots. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I totally get that. Yeah, that means that the like, like I said, I, no matter who won, I'd be like, yeah. So it's like when one del toro one i was still like yeah i was crying at his speech i like i was still oh. happy <laughs> yeah um i think i've said this before but i i did watch pinocchio and i did like it but i feel like <laughs> it didn't really st- stick with me for that long after i don't know <laughs> it was good but then i think about it and it's like oh yeah this movie's been in the makings for i don't know 10 years it's you know it's been through production yeah. hell uh so i i tip my hat <laughs> um, d- deserved to win i think and also yeah. um it is the first movie in one two three in about three years um other than disney or pixar to win that category so wait when was when oh spider-verse has been so long since spider-verse came out yeah that was a 2018 oh jesus boy. <laughs> we're so old we're so old <laughs> and then after this is not even news anymore but after spider-verse it was uh six years of disney fuck? and pixar winning the animated feature and then rango won which is deserved but okay i i, I do i do agree that's deserved the, the okay was not it <laughs> not at rango it was just I, me thinking <laughs> i just think disney should be banned from this category <laughs> no literally like i need i need them to get the fuck off out of here because i'm tired <laughs> Oh, I'm so tired. This is our hater episode. Uh, <laughs> I think there's one more thing I want to talk about. Uh, mm. Speaking of Spider-Verse, hey, 
Good segues. (laughs) I'm like a little annoyed about hearing about this, but you know, we'll talk about it for a second. Um, I think this has been revealed before also. Like maybe two years ago. I don't know. That's that's what I saw someone else say and I believe them. But I'll believe anything. Um, (laughs) An article from Empire. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse quote is a love story between miles and gwen quote end quote uh says amy pascal who is a producer uh for the movie okay uh, i'm gonna be honest i mm-hmm. i actually don't mind miles and gwen as a ship but i like the way that they were handled in the first movie where you could take their relationship as you know maybe there'll be something in the future or maybe they'll just be friends but right now they're just happy being friends and i like that that's very yeah. nice it's good i'm afraid <laughs> this I'm is afraid scary. it's a little scary and this isn't even the headline that scared me the most it's the other one that came out that made me go oh no there's gonna be a a love triangle yeah yeah okay. i hate that <laughs> I hate that <laughs> so much. I, I believe I believe it's between Miles and Gwen, and then the new Spider Punk that will be in the movie, right? Mm. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> uh, I mean, I want you to know. <laughs> I want I want everyone to know the black community has been in shambles <laughs> for the past couple of days over this. Oh, no. It has been awful. <laughs> the discourse has been so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I'm sick. Like I'm I'm sick. Like I off the tail of Black History Month and you're doing this to me, I'm gonna be sick. I hate this. <laughs> How dare they? How dare they? Actually here's the thing. I have an unpopular opinion. I okay. actually do not mind love triangles. And I know that's very like people. People will probably want to light me on fire for saying that because people fucking hate love triangles. Here's my thing: I hate the way that they are done, but I think like if it's done well, like I I like drama. I like romance movies are some of my favorite movies, which is why I don't mind mm-hmm. love triangles. So I get what other people don't like it. I like it if it's done well and if it fits the movie. I do not think this movie needs a love triangle. It's very, like, unneeded, (laughs) unnecessary. So that's why I'm like, I don't trust this. This is scary. (laughs) It's a little worrying. I I mean, it could be done well, Mm. but it could could also be not done well. (laughs) Yeah. I like I want I want to give it the um, the benefit of the doubt because it is I mean Spider Verse we're talking about yeah I don't uh. trust I don't let's talk about the writers so I believe we have some Voltron writers I, I'm that's mostly what I've heard mm. is, uh, everyone is upset because <laughs> <laughs> because you see how this shit didn't happen last time now they're here this shit's happening yeah Voltron didn't um Mom, that some... was there. Had some bad moments. <laughs> I was like, I I was in the trenches. I saw, I seen, and I saw, and it was awful. I can't do it again. <laughs> no, I can't. Oh my god. Oh, I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> we just have to put our hands together and pray. Yeah. If anyone has managed to not see or live through or hear about the 
the war stories that was um, Voltron, Legendary Defender. I wish I was you. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. I <laughs> All that time, I would love to get back. <laughs> uh, fuck. I can't even describe it. You just had to like... You had to be there. You had to be there. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, yeah, if you know, you know. See, my thing is, these folks don't know how to write black people, so that's another thing. I'm like, I don't oh, trust y'all. no. Because, yo, mm-mm. I will never forgive them for what they did to Allura. Like, oh my god. I, 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 I will never forgive you. Oh my goodness. Or honk. Like, I, I, I don't trust you. <laughs> I trust you as far as I can throw you. I do not trust y'all asses in the writing room. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> it's so upsetting. <laughs> Shit. Can we get one more trailer out just so I can really just be like, okay, maybe, oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah, like I need I need another one. What's we, this we movie? Hope. Yeah, we need some hope. When's this movie coming out again? <laughs> uh, it, oh, in the article I'm reading, it says uh, it comes to UK cinemas, second uh, of June. But uh, we don't live there. Yeah, <laughs> dog, we gotta go to the UK just to watch Spider-Verse. Okay, <laughs> June second, um, all around. Okay, okay. Can we get Can another trailer, you? please? This is a big year for movies. Like I know I made fun of you, but. <laughs> <laughs> This is a big year for movie. It is Dude, a big we have, year. We have the Mario movie coming out in like exactly. Next that's, month. What, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, this is a big year for movies. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to come out that way, but I wasn't wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. You were so right. Okay. Thank you. I I think that's all I have left. I'm. It still feels so weird to say the Mario movie out of my mouth. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't feel real still. No, you're right. I still, there's a part of me. I know. I know we've all made our jokes about Mister Mister Pratt, but I still, it still doesn't feel real that he's voicing Mario. Like it just feels like no. It, like like if I go in there to watch the movie, it's gonna be someone else. <laughs> it won't be him. It doesn't it feel real. <laughs> sure, I made you watch something. For oh yeah. The podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know, you know what you were saying. This is the second half that we do. <laughs> I didn't know what you were saying at first. <laughs> yeah. What did I make you watch? Um, for this week, you made me watch Mission Hill. Yes. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> If you don't know, this is probably one of my favorite cartoons ever. 
I I I didn't know. I have heard Ma talk about this show since we were in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I've been number one Mission Hill head <laughs> since high school. Yes, certainly. <laughs> uh, so hi, how did you, did you did you like it? I guess I did like it. Yeah. <laughs> Listener. If you don't know what Mission Hill is, oh boy, it is an adult animated comedy cartoon uh, made in the late 90s, early 2000s, like 1999, or it came out in 1999. Uh, it is about Andy French, who I can't believe I'm talking about Mission Hill. This is my like the one time <laughs> in my life where I get to talk about Mission Hill. Um, <laughs> it's a show about Andy French. He's a 24-year-old dude. Who wants to be a cartoonist in the big city? I think mm. it's called Cosmopolis, but the neighborhood that they live in is called Mission Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is like a down to earth show. He has roommates that he hangs out with, but in the first episode, uh, he's supposed to be getting the dog from his parents because the parents are moving um, away. To um, Wyoming. So he's like, to Wyoming. Oh, beautiful Wyoming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and so he goes to pick up the dog, and his parents are like, actually, hang on. You remember your brother? You remember your younger brother, Andy? <laughs> uh, his name's Kevin, and he's a big nerd. Uh, he's going to have to like live with you for a yeah. little while now. And Andy's pissed the freak off. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so it's just like, living in the big city, uh, I didn't, and uh, Kevin adjusting, you know, from the quiet suburb life to the eccentricities of the city. Uh, <laughs> And just you know, being an adult, yeah. isn't that nice? Isn't that isn't that so fucking nice? Isn't that, yeah. It's just so <laughs> good. It's so good. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> uh, did you watch all of it? I will say I was not able to watch all of it because no, I'm a very fine. busy girl. <laughs> yeah, but, you had a quite a busy week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did watch um, the first three episodes and then I watched the three episodes that you told me to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> but I could see myself watching more. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I adore Mission Hill. Um, uh, all of Mission Hill most of Mission Hill is on YouTube. Um, I'm not realizing, I think, okay, there's certainly an episode that might be lost. It's not lost. Mm. It just can't be on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Due to the subject matter. <laughs> uh, oh, oops. But I swear I've seen it before. Mm. I swear it was on YouTube before and then it got taken down, which is what was it? evil. There we go. Um, Episode three. <laughs> yeah. Which isn't the right episode in the playlist. Uh, See, I'm, I don't, <laughs> Kevin. Okay, so Kevin's the nerd. Um, mm. and he. Okay, he. Okay, um, Kevin faces a moral dilemma when two bullies get blamed for burning down the Mission Hill Market, which was an incident Kevin caused after trying to hide a pornographic magazine. Uh, so yeah, it, that one has a bit um of subject matter that I don't think YouTube allows anymore. Mm-mm. And uh, meanwhile, Jim returns from Japan wearing day glow short shorts which become popular with everybody except for andy uh, i don't remember that part anyways <laughs> most of mission hill is on youtube and it's mm. very good and if you're like oh i don't i don't i, I want to watch it officially first of all you can't second of all 
the creator or one of the co-creators, Bill Oakley, uh, has openly said he's okay with people pirating it. So it's fine. <laughs> Thanks, King. The thing with Mission Hill is that it did not do good. It's a good mm. show, but it performed so so badly. It makes me sad. Um, yeah. Cause it's a good show, but <laughs> it was on the WB and they did not promote this thing at all and i think they aired it at a weird time the first mm. episode and then it was met with poor reception like not a lot of people watched it and they were like okay we'll wait a little bit until the uh you know the optimal time mm. uh, and then they lied and then they <laughs> and then they didn't air it at the optimal time they didn't again they never promoted it or anything and i think after about 6 episodes they aired they were like, okay, we're not making any money from this, so we're just not going to air any of it at all. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's so cool how often animation is mistreated uh, from networks. Haha. <laughs> this was in the 90s. Uh, yeah. Wow. So they, I believe that they were canceled mid-season or mid-production. Uh, so there's only 13 finished episodes, but there are about five other scripts and maybe two finished animatics of episodes mm. that were never finished i and, did see that yeah oh yeah those are good episodes too um mm. and another thing I, I mean i didn't watch them but i saw i saw someone they were saying, there yeah yeah they were there <laughs> and another thing is that the show uses a lot of um like it sounds it's funny saying real music but you know <laughs> like real. i still don't know how to describe it but just you, you know proper music and not music made specifically for the show mm. uh, like um the theme song is made by the band cake this is gonna be me geeking out about mission hill for a long time but uh <laughs> there is a really old fan website that i found which is mission hill online mm. <laughs> the last time it was updated was in 2007 yeah uh oh. and it i'm so happy it's still up i can't believe it's still up um, <laughs> most of the links don't work or take me to scary websites so <laughs> um, be, be careful if you're gonna look at this if you're gonna look up um, mission hill online but, there you go yeah music they have a whole page of uh the music that was used in the show which is another thing um original airing of the show you know had proper music but then whenever mm. i would say the show's kind of a cult classic and so it got a fan base after it got canceled and everything i mean there yeah. there were a good amount of fans during but you know definitely after uh and so there was a cd remake of it but a lot of the music had to be replaced because i mean good lord they're they're not underneath um i guess a channel anymore that can't <laughs> pay for all that copyrighted stuff and so sometimes the music is weird <laughs> in in the uh youtube version or and also they'll make references to music that wasn't there before um i don't know if you saw this episode uh the real world yeah that's mm. episode nine uh mm. i really like that one but it ends with everybody singing um everybody hurts and it, it comes out of nowhere but the joke is it, 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 the joke is that in the original airing that song played whenever someone got hit by a car uh, <laughs> but with that it's just like it's very odd it's scary <laughs> without it but yeah i'm trying to look at like bands that i recognize but i'm a little too young for this um, there's uh there's the musical artist moby um yeah R -E -M. Oh, yeah 
<laughs> I know it might be. Raised Wumpscut, New Order, New Order. Oh, yeah, New Order. Uh, yeah. Um, Gordon Lightfoot, Iron Butterfly. Quick. These are just names. <laughs> Wait, the, flaming, the Flaming Lips, I know that one. I feel like I've heard of them, question mark. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're good. And also, <laughs> uh, in the background, you see band posters and stuff, which I think is really nice. It, oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Wait, I just thought about something funny. Uh-huh. I, of course, I listened to a variety of music, but I was like, I was like an indie friend telling K-pop friend about <laughs> indie bands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here, just like I don't know, I don't know some of these. <laughs> Listeners, she doesn't know about the, the flaming lips. She doesn't wow. know about the flaming lips. <laughs> she only knows Moby. <laughs> okay. But go on, go on. Uh, we can talk about the characters officially now. I was about to say I'll quit rambling, but you... No, ramble. Uh, Dude, this is literally your time to ramble. <laughs> this is my time to shine. Yeah. Uh, Andy French is the main character. He's a 24-year-old man. Uh, hmm. Uh, this is on the Wikipedia. Uh, on his third consecutive post-college slump year, oh, I get it. Um, <laughs> he's an aspiring cartoonist, which is a very um, I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that a lot. He's I wonder. An artist. I wonder why mm-hmm. that is. <laughs> I don't know. I totally didn't steal it or anything. Um, he's certainly uh, he's an artist. He wants to be an artist. Um, but he's working at this kind of dead end job at a waterbed so place. Or he was, um, and then he later gets a uh, better job, which is nice. Yeah. With working with his actual art, which yeah. is awesome. Uh, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but a, but an endearing one. Um, he loves calling people douchebag. I noticed that, and also um, how do I something make something ten? You know, does that make sense? At all like um. Oh yeah. Okay, I know what you're saying. I was like, what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he like uses that to insult people a lot i noticed too um mm. this this watch through which i've probably watched this show <laughs> this might be like my fourth time watching it i don't know um but he's like uh snoopy mcfreaking snoop snoop i remember yeah. him saying that yeah <laughs> i hate this man but i also really enjoy him <laughs> he's, he's good i, yeah, I say he's, he's a dick but like he's he's he can be chill sometimes and he can be cool he's kind of like He's the cool. He's cool. He's cool. Yeah, he's cool. He gets the babes, which I forgot about, but like yeah. he, <laughs> he he sleeps with a lot of women in this show, and I forgot. I I didn't think he good for him. <laughs> he gets bitches. I I, I I forgot he got bitches. But he I was did. like, he fucks. <laughs> he dude, like cool. five times. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, and his brother is Kevin French who is a big freaking nerd. Uh, you can take over for me for a little bit. Um, so basically, like we said earlier, Kevin and Andy's parents basically just voice, just, just voice, <laughs> just for, force, just for, force Kevin onto Andy. And they're like, here you go. You gotta take, you gotta take care of him, dude. That's on you. Um, he's very much a dork. He enjoys comics and movies and he is very smart he <laughs> what was his sat score i can't remember what it was it was like a 1430 or something like that they were oh, like shit. They, um, they were like they were like it's very big <laughs> it's a very good score hang very on i'm about score. to find it yeah 
uh, math 760 and then whatever V is 700. Okay. What the fuck is V? <laughs> okay. yes. fuck is v? M, M and V. Okay. It's been so damn long. He's smart. He's a smart boy. He's a smart boy. He really wants to go to Yale. He wants to go to Yale he, so bad. <laughs> he wants to go to Yale so bad. <laughs> Every time he does something bad or that he he thinks is bad he's like i'm going to go to jail i'm never getting into yale my life is over he's kind of real for that but (laughs) he has like anxiety (laughs) yeah literally (laughs) um he what else um i really like the episode where um shit what was it what's that dude's name but one of his friends one of his friend's sisters comes home from college and they like she's a geek she's a geek too they all go to the movies together and he's just like spending the whole time yelling about how the movie isn't accurate to the comics (laughs) he's a dork he's a dork which is can't be sometimes obnoxious but yeah yeah Every time he talked, like, I had to pause during, like, the first episode, like, not even, like, halfway through. I was like, who the fuck voices this man? <laughs> this is this is the voice of fucking Robin from Teen Titans. Yeah. And I can, I can totally hear it, because I was like, I know this voice. Who the fuck is this? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I can recognize Scott Menville's voice from um, miles away now, <laughs> yeah. since I've watched the show, the show so many times. <laughs> and this was before Teen Titans. Too. Yeah, uh. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you can you can tell it's him. I one thing that someone pointed out in the comments that made me laugh. So Andy and Kevin, they often physically fight each other a lot. And someone was like, Kevin's like seven years younger than Andy, but he can still beat the shit. He can still like hold his own against him. <laughs> and he's a dork, and I think that's very funny. <laughs> Oh yeah, Andy is a lazy motherfucker. He is not working out at all. I say he's lazy even though he has depression, but that's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Um he's just a big fucking nerd that dude. Um he he tries his best to be a little goody two shoes, but I f- um after especially the first episode points this out. Um you know, he's away from his f- parents who you know kind of baby him and monitor everything that he does uh, so he can kind of you know let loose a little bit so you see this kind of teenage dorky geek character you know try to go to parties and like try a beer every once in a while yeah do something stupid without having any major repercussions he's just kind of able to live a bit more freely and i think that's nice yeah <laughs> But also, he <laughs> anytime something does go bad, he's like, "I'm calling mom. I, yeah. I'm gonna go to jail. I'm never gonna go to Yale." Yeah. Every time that um, Andy is mean to him, he's like, he just grabs the phone and he's like, "Mom and Dad want to speak to you." <laughs> <laughs> One thing in the first episode that I really like is like Andy's really mad that Kevin's about to like, you know, has to join him. Uh, in Mission Hill, hmm. and and Kevin's just like, Mom, he said crap. Yeah, <laughs> it's, so, it's first... so silly and like so brotherly. I think. Yeah, and then you like see like later on, he like sees him like drinking a beer, and he's like, "Are you drinking?" <laughs> and he's, he's like, twenty four. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "I am a grown man." <laughs> God, they're they're very funny. I like them. Mom and Dad would like to speak to you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> there is Jim, who is Andy's friend 
from high school, I'm pretty sure. Um, and now they're roommates, or loft mates, perhaps. Sweet mates, I don't uh, yeah. Either um, or. <laughs> he speaks, okay, his voice actor is Brian Posen, who is a, also a comedian. I, that's another voice I can recognize instantly. Hmm. Uh, his voice is very deep, and he talks in a monotone voice. He It's a bit hard to describe Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I, I agree. Um, he's, he's just... He's really just a guy, and I really like that. He's just a dude. He's the most guy <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. He's, ch- he's chill with it, and he <laughs> likes like electronic music. I think that's his introduction. He's not seen as smart. But then later on, you realize, oh, he's actually very smart, and he just yeah. doesn't show that off. And yeah, I think he's <laughs> he's like secretly rich. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah, in, in the episodes that I made you watch, um, mm. which are one of my favorites, uh, you find out that he works at like a real company in the city. He's like one of the top people, mm. and he has a lot of power in that position but he's still aloof with it and he kind of doesn't take it seriously this is one thing i really love their apartment but it's so huge (laughs) oh no literally like why are there stairs you know i got stairs (laughs) there's not even a railing on those stairs yeah it's literally just stairs (laughs) oh my god yeah jim I don't know why, but it's like in the beginning, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this dude, but he's actually like one of my favorites. I like him a good bit. He's good. It's just good. It's just Jim, dude. It's good old Jim. I think by like this, like the, like the next episode, I was like, okay, yeah, I like this dude. (laughs) Because there's um, the episode where um, Andy, Andy gets roped into joining the PTA. Is that what that's called? Yeah. Uh, just about, yeah. Yeah, and then he's like, he's trying to get Kevin to come with him so he can, like, impress one of his teachers because he, he, he likes her. But, like, Kevin's just spending his whole time playing this one game and there's, like, a part where, like, they're, they're at home. Andy's at the Andy's at the school going to the parents' teacher conference and um, Jim stops by. He's like, do you know when... When Andy's coming back, he's like, no. And he's like, do you want to look at my game? And Jim is like, I guess I do. Because <laughs> he has nothing else to do. And I'm like, you know what? He's pretty cool. <laughs> he's he's supportive. Yeah. I like him. I, um, you get kind of two flashback scenes in the later episodes. And it's funny to see how Jim and Andy have aged. Mm. It's it's weird to see Jim without a beard. I don't like it. <laughs> Then the next character we have is Posey. She is a hippie. She loves her plants. She really loves her plants. Um, I don't get to see a lot of her in the episodes that I've watched, but I really enjoy her moments when she does show up. She just looks, she has some really good moments. Yeah, yeah she she just looks very nervous all the time, and I think that's very <laughs> funny. <laughs> her voice, actually, on the um, <laughs> on the very old mission hill online fan page mm-hmm. um her voice is very interesting and yeah uh vicky lewis's distinct graspy voice for posy was kind of an accident uh the day of her audition she had been to the dentist and her voice was still affected apparently the producers liked her voice so much in that state that they wanted to keep it for posy <laughs> which is funny mm-hmm. she speak her she's 
the way she speaks is very airy. She like is very like <gasps> she like gasps whenever yeah. <laughs> she talks all the time, and it's really good. <laughs> it it adds a lot of character to her though. I I I really enjoy the voice acting in the show because I just the way with the characters speak, you know. If you just heard them, you would know what they look like and you would know how they act. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very good. good. It's very <laughs> good. One of my favorite moments with her is... So, in the episode that we talked about, like, with Jim and Andy, um, Andy does an interview for a job that Jim tells him about. And so, like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to get this job. This is This is, this is basically my job now. <laughs> and then, like... Um, Posey comes in and she's like oh what's everybody so happy about and he tells her and then she's like oh um <laughs> she's like she's like I didn't tell you she's like I did not think to tell you because I didn't think you were gonna get happy so quickly about it but you did not get that job she's like yeah there was a man and you said that you weren't even like the top 20 candidates for the job <laughs> and and he's just like oh and that basically ruins his own mood and she's like so why is everybody else in a good mood <laughs> she's so funny <laughs> She's quite dense sometimes, yeah, yeah. and that leads to some very good moments. Mm. There's another moment um, in a in a later episode where it's Kevin's birthday, mm. and Andy's kind of an asshole in this one, but <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's kind of pampered, I guess you could say, um, mm. from his life in the suburbs and also his parents, and Andy's like, I'm not going to throw him a huge dorky party, and so... He kind of does this thing where he, you know, gets him, like, a tiny little cake and, like, a fake present, and... <laughs> Kevin's already had the worst day of his fucking life. Like, <laughs> e- like everything else on his birthday has went horribly wrong, and Aww. so he's already really sad. Um, and so Andy's like, oh, you know what? I'll actually try tomorrow. You know, I'll, I'll try to make you happier. And, you know, and try to cheer up the mood a little bit. And then Posey comes in the room. She's like, welcome to the real world, sucker! And she's, like, holding a big sign. <laughs> and Andy's like, no, no, we're not we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> she's like, oh. I love her a lot. She's she's so good. She's very good. They also have the dog, which uh, is Stogie. Stogie. Who, I mean, it's a dog. It's a very old and dumb dog. Mm. Uh, this dog has loves... poo brain. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to eat cigarettes. <laughs> and remotes. He eats a remote. <laughs> and and the entire couch. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and alcohol. And all the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> But not in a family guy way. <laughs> yeah, no, he's just he's just a dog. He's just a dumb dog. He does not talk. He doesn't walk on two legs. He he's just weird. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. That's exactly what I want. Just <laughs> just weird. <laughs> Don't fucking speak. <laughs> Dude, I love this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at it right now. You um, just look at the shit. <laughs> I'm like looking at it. Dude, uh, <laughs> I adore the backgrounds. The backgrounds They're are very good. So fantastic. The color choices. I was just about to say, I love the colors. So the designs were done by Lauren McMullen. Mm, have you done anything else that I know about? She's directed um some episodes for Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, based. wow. <laughs> and The Critic and King of the Hill. Based. Oh, wow. Good for her. Uh, mm-hmm. But also, um, 
Yeah, she cites the comic series 8-Ball as her source of inspiration for her overall design. And I don't know if you're familiar with 8-Ball. I am not. At least it is I don't quite think reminiscent. So. I'm not very familiar with 8-Ball in general either, but I mean, looking at it... It's... Okay, yeah, I can see. Yeah, yeah, Mission Hill has a ton of 8-Ball, and I think just general comic and music influences. <laughs> There's a lot more ska than I oh, remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, I'm still at the character page, and I forgot there's another funny posy moment where she she meets Stogie, and she's like, "There's dark forces at work within him," because <laughs> he's like, "Isn't he like trying to eat her plants or whatever?" Oh yeah, he's fucking yeah. her plants, and she thinks he's a deer, and she's like, "No, deer, get away, get away from my plants." <laughs> she's like, "There's something wrong with this thing." <laughs> There are dark forces that work within him. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. God. Yeah. Thank you, women. <laughs> Thank you, women. <laughs> Thank you, women. <laughs> Another thing about Mission Hill is that it was originally called the Downtowners, I believe. Oh, wow. Um, and then around the same time, MTV Downtown came out, which is another really good show mm-hmm. that I would like to watch. Uh, <laughs> well, I've watched it, but watch it on the podcast. Uh mm. Ah, MTV Downtown is also so good. Okay. Um, But yeah, they had to change it about, like, I don't know when, but they had a merchandise of, you know, with the name The Downtowners. Oh, wow. (laughs) So yeah, it was was kind of a last minute thing, I would Hmm. say. But yeah, whenever it first came out, it was, critics didn't like it either, um, Hmm. except for, I believe, Variety, which is something I read. Uh, I mean, shouts out to Variety knew what they were talking about. And they were right. And they were right. I don't, I don't like to use this term too often, mm-hmm. but I do feel like Mission Hill was a bit ahead of his time. Question I mark. Could, no, I I could see that. Yeah, people people certainly didn't appreciate it, and I say people. Nah, WB <laughs> didn't appreciate it at the time. Mm. Yeah. It's such a loss. I think this is such a gem to have. <laughs> it, I can't find that much to complain about it, honestly. I just think it's really well made, and I think it's, for the most part, aged really well. And also, maybe it's just the fact that I'm older as well. <laughs> so I relate to more of these subject matters that they talk about yeah. uh, in the show. Oh, definitely. Like, the fucking... the Like I said, going back to the episode with Jim and Andy, like, I very much am looking for a a job in tech and such so it's like especially even now like even more so now there's like just this push of like you have like you gotta be like the youngest million bajillionaire of all time you have to Mm -hmm. do all these discoveries and if you get into tech you have to get a good job and you have to be rich and you have to do this and that and it's like (laughs) <laughs> it's like because there's like a like a big push and they're like oh yeah like you gotta be you gotta be ready you gotta be settled down and be ready to do more by the time that you're like 24 or 26 and i'm like oh that's literally how it is <laughs> like oh my yeah, god um, yeah, <sighs> the unemployment episode which is why i made you watch that oh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's um andy's very much uh well, the waterbed business went down. It's a whole thing. Mm. It's a whole thing. And so thing. he doesn't—he doesn't have a job. He's pretty depressed. Um, and also his cartooning stuff isn't going too well. But also, mm. um, he's like submitting cartoons to the New Yorker. 
and oh, yeah. Playboy magazine. He's not yeah. <laughs> he, he's not extremely <laughs> smart when it comes to finding a job, I don't think. Um or you know. And so he you know, goes to Jim's job and turns out he kinda does graphic design stuff, sort mm. of like advertising. It's mm. a little vague, but it's okay. Yeah. Um and Andy's kind of worried about the concept of selling out mm. and getting <laughs> you know a job that doesn't exactly fit with what he's doing but also he would be properly paid for it and mm. you know working at a big company instead of i don't know doing his own indie stuff so there's a big point of him being like no i'm not gonna be a sellout and then he goes into <laughs> an elevator and people around his age join in and he's mm. like all the people around him are like yeah if you want to have enough retirement money by your, your by your 24 and then yeah. um, this dude was created something incredible by when he was 23 <laughs> oh, you, you should really have your student debts paid by the time you're 22 and andy's like freaking <laughs> the fuck out <laughs> but it's so real it's it so is. real because yeah. there's so much there's so much expectations of people in your early 20s mm. and uh, <laughs> i'm i haven't fulfilled much of that uh, it's just rough is is rough and to see that in a show is somewhat comforting because they understand uh, yeah that, hey it's real rough sometimes you might have to quote unquote sell out or you know <laughs> it's nice to see it put into a story yeah, and then I Andy do. soon after that realizes, okay, yeah, I'll 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 do I'll do the job. I'll do this job. I'll, I'll stop being broke. I promise. <laughs> I'll do something with my life. There's another part, um, before that where it's like I thought everyone my age was you know off goofing off, but you know, everyone decided to go get rich without me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the unemployment episodes are so real. <laughs> I can't I can't watch them, <laughs> but they're definitely some of my favorites. And another episode I made you watch was the last one that mm. was made, Plan 9 from Mission Hill. Yeah. Which, another thing, all the episodes have two different names, so the other yeah. name for this is, um, I Married a Gay Man from Outer Space. Yeah, like, I was, like, like looking in the, the thing, like, the characters, and I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? That's not what that <laughs> episode's called. <laughs> but okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Gus and Wally, dude. Dude. <laughs> ah, okay. So, um, Vision Hill has like other side characters too. They, um, you know, Andy has neighbors in his apartment building and everything, and they're all friends and buddies. And they all have different kind of, I almost said quirky unironically. Um, <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't be wrong. They all have fun little jobs around the, uh, around the neighborhood. <laughs> so, Gus and Wally are a gay elderly couple who live. You know, right next to them, I believe. Mm. Uh, from something in 1999, early 2000s. This is, like, really good representation. Oh, no. Literally, I was very surprised. It could have been so <laughs> much worse. <laughs> I, w- I need everyone to know that I have heard Moth talk. <laughs> and, the, and I'm saying this out of love. Like, genuinely. I'm not being like, oh, my God. I can't believe. Mm-hmm. But I, I have heard Moth talk about... Not specific. You, I don't believe you've ever mentioned these characters specifically, but there was 
<laughs> so a lot of people a lot of people think that the first gay kiss was in steven universe it was not <laughs> it was here in the first episode of mission Hill. that's and what i'm saying yeah i've heard ma say that many a time when we were younger and I, I i did not know what the characters were and i was like oh wow in the first episode that's crazy in the first episode yeah and like they really are like very good um representation like um there's a scene where like kevin gets like drunk out of his mind in the first episode and he's like (laughs) he's trying to be an ally but he's not (laughs) doing a good job at it he's like (laughs) it's not a slur but it's like coming from coming from a straight person it's not very good but he's like uh the homos you're a good homo. He's like, you're good. And then, like, Gus, who is, like, kind of, like, the big burly guy, he, he just tells him, he was like, like, please stop saying, he says it very politely, he's like, please stop saying that or else I would be forced to hurt you. <laughs> History's full of great homos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the great was a homo. <laughs> yeah. You know who else is great? You, you big homo. Yeah. <laughs> And then he just waddles off after that. He's like, oh, okay. So he doesn't even say anything. He just leaves. <laughs> there's, there's, I think there's another part, maybe in the first episode or maybe a little bit later, mm. where they're talking about, you know, they're so loud, uh, Gus yeah. and Molly, that you can hear them through the walls. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to our regular condoms, you know? And yeah, yeah. <laughs> These were on sale, you cheap gay bastard. These things are gonna fly right off. (laughs) The funniest line to me. (laughs) It's very good. They're really good. They they do get into fights quite often. Yeah. I definitely don't want to make it sound like that's a bad thing. Um, because they very much point out, hey, if you've been together this long, you're gonna (laughs) get into um, (laughs) some quarrels now and then. Uh, And that's also just kind of their bit. They're either very, very lovey or they <laughs> just yell at each other uh, for, yeah, for quite yeah. a long time. It doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like they genuinely hate each other. It's just kind of like, no. you know, couple, couples fight. It's like the stupid stuff. Like, oh, like, use the hamper more often. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, dumb stuff like that. Yeah, just, just silly stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh, the last episode, though, that I made you watch uh is i married a gay man from outer space we're back to this um <laughs> which is really gus and wally's main focus episode uh which i thought was an important thing to watch yeah we find out like wally works at a uh movie theater yeah. this is the first time it's really announced and him and kevin kind of you know they become movie buddies mm. uh and he shows kevin the uh you know the classics because all, all kevin's watched is like sci-fi sh- star wars shit <laughs> he shows him some some movies movies mm-hmm. it it did make me laugh though because so kevin goes to the movie movie theater because he's very much just like ah disgusting he sees like they're showing like x-rated movies he's like porn that's evil <laughs> how dare they <laughs> um mm-hmm. but then um he, he goes because he's a teenage boy. He's like, I'm curious anyway. And then, like, he... There, there's no there's no sex in there. He's like, what the heck? So he goes and grabs some popcorn. But there's... Like, he, when he goes up there, he's like, can I have... Can I have, like, some cop porn? And then he's like, no! 
<laughs> I hate how much that made me laugh, but it was just very funny to me. And then like, it's a good bit. yeah, it's a good bit. And then he he sees Wally. He's like, "Fuck, he's gonna tell everyone that I tried to see porn." And Wally's like, "There's no porn here. It's just it's just movies. They used to put X-rated stuff on like a lot of art house movies." <laughs> it's it, it's a very good. So I like it a lot. But you continue. <laughs> And later on, we find out that Wally actually directed a movie mm-hmm. uh, with Gus in it. Uh, and turns out it's the worst movie ever made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, a man from Pluto. Mm-hmm. And you watch it for the first time. And you're like, oh, how, how could have something like this been made? But then you find out the story uh, where you know he was given, he was much younger. This was like 40 years ago. Um mm-hmm. He was much younger, and then he was given an opportunity to direct with, like, some of the biggest faces, I think, or handsome faces around that time. And it was going well until he met Gus, and he was like, dude, I'm so gay. And (laughs) they fall in love, and it's beautiful. It's it's genuinely so sweet. It Um, is. But then he replaces, like, the lead main, you know, hot big actor with Gus, who is he's he can't even write sentences <laughs> <laughs> as well <laughs> he, like there act. was like there were like parts he'd like say like three lines and then he was like he'd say like three words and then he'd be like i can't i can't read this like i can't do this he's like okay i'll just make the lines simpler <laughs> so it, it goes through like this whole production hell where after a while he loses mm. the studio and he has to like hire even worse actors and it everything's just at a point where it's all handmade <laughs> the ufo is like a little fedora hat that flies around the screen it's <laughs> quite a it's quite a feature uh but it's yeah. not good but <laughs> later on everyone's like really liking the movie but in a bad way it's one of those things where it's so bad it's good like it mm. it's silly you laugh at it it's not its intended purpose but people still find amusement in it um and i think that's also like an important lesson of making art i would say Mm. where maybe something you've made doesn't come out the way you want it to but audiences still there's something to be valued in something bad Uh, it's still good and just in a different way than you thought it would be (laughs) Mm -hmm. because wally is like ashamed of this but you know later on in the movie he sees you know this movie is like making people laugh laugh like Mm chuckle their heads off man and <laughs> it, it it becomes a very sweet kind of story oh and the ending's really nice um because yeah. gus comes back home and he's like uh he finds oh no wally comes back home and he finds yeah. a note from gus and it's like <laughs> again this is why i say he, he doesn't know how to write because <laughs> he, mar- he marks out the word two because he misspelled it I, it's very a little funny to me um he's like come find out what I um what I found in the bedroom and it's the little <laughs> space helmet that he wore for the movie yeah. and, it's, and he goes to bed and he's all happy to snuggle up with his Caleb <laughs> <laughs> I think it, I think the show definitely should have lasted much longer but I do think this is kind of a sweet episode to go out on if anything yeah 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 <laughs> it's it's a it's a sweet little ending but again yeah. I I definitely wish we had more <laughs> I do think like I do think this episode is very sweet and it's very good but I'm also like I'm like King your bag please you're killing me get your bag <laughs> uh, 
but love love is very important i'm 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 a very money focused person so i was like i was like you're it's very sweet but i was like you're killing me dog <laughs> it's you gotta make dvds out of this or something yeah, yeah but i do like genuinely genuinely i do think it's very sweet that he's just like like uh, this was like obviously like you said in the 90s so it would be much harder to like keep in contact with someone but it's like it's so sweet that he's like i have to see this man on the big screen like i need like i I need Mm -hmm. movies of him (laughs) it's so cute it's so cute (laughs) um speaking of ghost and wally and new episodes um yeah okay this is on wikipedia i don't want to make it sound like i'm reading everything off of it but no you're good i also knew about this in my brain so whatever um (laughs) around 2020 bill oakley one of the co-creators uh pointed out that he is kind of working on a spin-off series to mission hill uh with gus and wally as the main characters Uh, please for the love of god um any studio pick this up and please, please. hire me uh, to work <laughs> on it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm number one Mission Hill enjoyer. I would put so much love into this. This is something I've wanted for years. And I just, I need more of it. Yeah. I do feel bad that, you know, you know, the they had the oil event in like California or whatever. Oh, yeah, I okay. still feel so bad that you could not go to that. <laughs> I know we're we're not we're nowhere near <laughs> California, but when I saw it, I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> so recently, with this, the timing is, um, I didn't mean to do this actually, but very recently, <laughs> they have, I want to say they've upscaled it. They've because the yeah. quality on YouTube is quite poor. <laughs> I, yeah. I'll say that. So they've upscaled the actual show. Uh, to make it 4K, and they've been showing that into theaters in certain mm-hmm. cities, and you know Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein uh, are there, and they'll you know talk about the making of it. They'll answer questions. There's like a little trivia thing, um, mm-hmm. and you can win. Oh, <laughs> if you I, I, you I can hear the, like <laughs> just your heart breaking. <laughs> the tears streaming down my face if you win the trivia thing you can win an animation cell from mission moth is insane about animation cells (laughs) and a mission hill one is the rarest thing of all fucking time are you kidding me and they're nowhere near where we live (laughs) i'm so upset about that The another bad part about it is that even if I did want to go, they're twenty one plus events. Oh, I'm that's st- true. I'm still a little baby. I'm, <laughs> I'm only twenty. Uh, you you gotta fly me over there and like during the trivia, I'll have you, I'll have like my AirPod in. And I'm just like, what's <laughs> what does Kafka ask mean? Yeah, uh, what's Kafka ask? <laughs> no meat touching, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> Bill Oakley, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I, Wait, you I, just start crying. You even say, where's just... <laughs> <laughs> just one cell. I'll pay anything, I promise. <laughs> just one. It It's so rare, too. <clears throat> because, I mean, this was something that was canceled mid-production, mm. especially. I would imagine a lot of the, maybe not all of it, uh, clearly not all of it, but a lot of the stuff made for it would have been destroyed 
honestly. Yeah. Oh, um, God. It's, it's a big thing with animation cells that they would just, you know, they would paint it and then, you know, take the photo and then scrape it right off and then oh reuse God. that plastic. And that's so much lost stuff <laughs> with traditional animation. And so I, that is why I am. Um, I'm very interested in that. <laughs> There's, it's, it's just rare and unique. So much work put behind it. And then a lot of that work just tends to be discarded. <sighs> uh, I need one of these yeah. so bad. <laughs> Mod spends $400 on the single animation set. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. Oh, oh God. <laughs> it was worth it, though. Yeah. I have, um... It wasn't 400 but mm. it was a little pricey. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my favorite movies, Ongaku, you might have heard me talk ah, about it. I don't yeah. know. Oh, yes. Um, I own oh, yes. two mm-hmm. production. Oh, yeah. One of them is a production drawing. One of them's. It's not a cell because it's watercolored, but, you mm. know, a proper frame from the movie. Um, I'm very proud of those. And it was yeah. worth all the money. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. It was worth it. It was so worth it. If it. Hey, if it's worth it to you, then that's all that matters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is just me bragging at this point. Mission uh, <laughs> Hill. I mean, oh, shit. I, I didn't write down. I didn't write down that much for Mission Hill because, I mean. You know. I know. <laughs> I know. But what did you write down? I do remember. <laughs> I did. I did very much write down. You, you, you cheap bastard. <laughs> These things are gonna fly right off. That's the only thing I wrote down. Actually, <laughs> that's it. That's the funniest line. Um, it's very good. <laughs> the stories can be so silly sometimes, but they can also be just very, just very relatable and real. That's, mm. Again, that's why I said. That's why I say the show is kind of before its time. I feel like it aged mostly well. There's a um. There's a few words that maybe we wouldn't use anymore, but you know, mm. it, it was the 90s, early 2000s. I get it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, there's there's an episode where Andy gets invited to go to the Grammys because he like oh, meets wow. a girl and it's like, oh shit, you're like a celebrity. Uh, and then she's like, oh, let's go on a date. The Grammys are tonight. Um, but that same... And he's like, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> but that same day, a crisis is happening. And that one hit particularly hard <laughs> in a um, <laughs> in a COVID world that we currently live in. Um, oh God! Because yeah, the day you can see, on the bottom left it shows like what time it is, and you can just see the world get like progressively crazier <laughs> as it goes on throughout <laughs> the day. But yeah, like everyone's watching the news, people are protesting outside, and Andy's just—I wouldn't say he's ignorant to it, but he's kind of ignoring it for now because he's trying to have a decent day you know, mm. going on a date with somebody. And they won't specify what it is, but it's like, the crisis, the crisis. Everyone's talking about the crisis. <laughs> that one just hit a little differently. Yeah. <laughs> when I watched it this time, I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> the crisis, dude. The crisis. An international yeah. crisis. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Too bad we don't have to deal with one of those. <laughs> 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 are there any other of your favorite episodes that you've watched um, um, out of the ones that you did watch uh, or any good bits personally I really like the episode well like going back to the unemployment episodes I really just like the fact that mm-hmm. Kevin was just riding around in this man's car <laughs> for the whole time <laughs> oh, yeah. um, that's a long story 
but it's very funny. Um, yeah, like, there's a part where he, he's, like, starts freaking out. Like, I like when the lines get all shaky here. It's very fun. Oh, yeah. You like the car, the car starts freaking out, and it's, like, it's literally coughing and wheezing. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and, and Kevin's like, oh, no, what's going on? He was like, I never, I know I never should have done this. He was like, I'm, I'm gonna go to jail. I'm never going to jail. And like, there's like one of the one of the bullies. He's he like he's just like, the car's out of <laughs> the car's out of gas, fool. And then he's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's silly. Um, in the first episode, there, I like the fact that they just lock their boss in the bat <laughs> in his office or in the bathroom i can't remember which one i think it's the they bathroom just, yeah yeah they just they just <laughs> it's very funny um andy just gets on like a little what's it called like a little mover machine and he like picks up like two desks and he just like drives them over there and he's like all right we're going home early everybody <laughs> yeah good. about the um about the art style and the like if someone like bangs on a door or you know like the rumbling of a car mm. uh, the line art just gets really wiggly and it's yeah. so good <laughs> um i find the smear frames t- to be really fun looking too yeah. and um whenever someone's smoking or if someone has like a coffee there's like a little um squiggly line like that's the best like, way i can describe it but, but you know like the little <laughs> smoke coming from the cigarette is like a dashed line yeah it's just so stylish. Um, I think in one of the animatics, I, there's probably more examples in um, the actual show, but if someone's like looking at something, it'll go like ding, 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 and I have a little <laughs> dotted line pointing out what they're looking at. It's just little details like that that are so good. It's, it's also fun. just, again, super influenced by comic books and how, how they work. <sighs> <laughs> I love this show. I love how it looks. <laughs> I love how it sounds and how it moves. Mm. How the characters are. Like, I... It's too good. It's too good. It's too good. It was taken away from us too early. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you would like to mention about Mission Heal? I don't know. I feel like I've been through... Oh, I think I wanted to look through the, um, the fan site a little bit more. Mm. I think there was a little... Because they have, like, little fun facts and stuff, which I think are cute. Yeah. Uh, Stogie the dog, Andy's dog that drinks alcohol and eats whatever seems edible, was apparently based on a real dog. Oh, wow. That poor dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, After the credits of of each episode, there was a short animated sequence featuring the Mission Hill characters saying, A Bill Oakley, Josh Weinstein production. I don't know if you saw that or not, but, um. I did not. Yeah, they're, like, right. It's, like, three seconds, maybe, right at the end of the show. Mm. Uh, but that, those are really cute. Now, now that that I read most of these fun facts, I've <laughs> already listed off a lot of them. Um, oh, Wally's voice actor is Tom Kenny. Um, this was before SpongeBob. Mm. <laughs> 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 he did. <laughs> in uh, in the episode where um, one of one of um, Kevin's. One one of Kevin's friend's sister comes by. He 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 does mm-hmm. a voice. He just does SpongeBob. He, he's just SpongeBob. It's, it's just it's, a SpongeBob voice, but before SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah. so and it's so funny. It. it was very funny. I was like, I was like, that's just 
him. <laughs> yeah, he's um, he's do because they go to a, a like a nerd convention mm. and he's doing an Ewok, and it's just <laughs> it's just SpongeBob. It's just SpongeBob. It's very funny. Um, yeah, he does so many voices. Yeah. <laughs> It's honestly impressive. Like, he's in almost every episode, even if Wally isn't in there. Like, he's just some side character. Which, that's that's just another cartoon thing where uh, the, uh, you know, we're not going to get new voice actors for everybody. So, <laughs> you, you kind of use the same voice actors you already got for, you know, secondary characters. It's quite impressive and also really funny to see Tom Kenny doing all of these voices again. Like, yeah. I, like, I know he's definitely done more than Spongebob, but it, <laughs> you, just, you hear hints of Spongebob in there sometimes. Yes. Yeah. It's funny. That's Spongebob. Um, and with the science convention episode, um, I now understand some of the references. Because <laughs> uh, I'm certainly not that... Well, I suppose i am a big nerd but you know mm. i'm not huge into sci-fi stuff but i yeah. perhaps i've learned more about star trek <laughs> in the past oh, yeah, couple yeah. of years and so now i was like oh yeah that's a star trek reference because <laughs> i i feel like i can i complain about you know references and cartoons but uh, <laughs> this is like an appropriate episode to do that yeah and so they they really just slammed everything they had <laughs> all, all their nerdy stuff into this episode um, it was very funny to me and with kevin they certainly get to put you know other silly nerd stuff and nerd jokes that only you know people like kevin would understand yeah uh, yeah and also in that episode uh gus has a big knife in his head uh, oh yeah yeah that's <laughs> i really like that it was like a really big fighting point for him and wally and Gus just did not want to <laughs> just did not want to take the knife out of his head. <laughs> That's really just how men be though. <laughs> men men would literally be stabbed and be like, mind your business. <laughs> oh my god. It's it's just so good. And then he like puts on like a cat cat in the hat hat. It's not actually a cat in the hat hat, but it's very reminiscent of it. And mm-hmm. He like wears it to bed. <laughs> That's a very good little um B plot. Yeah, it's good. It's just, I like it's weird as fuck. <laughs> it comes out of nowhere. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's never explained what happened. <laughs> what? <laughs> that too. Yeah, well, nobody knows what fucking happened to him. Uh, I like I like the city of um Cosmopolis in the neighborhood mm. of Mission Hill. Um. That's another thing I like about the first episode is that it does a really good job of, I don't know, showing off the people who, like, the very different people who live in the city. You know, everyone's got a new fashion, or different fashion tastes and, you know, yeah. different hobbies that they're into. Yeah. Um, and also the shitty, sh- the shittier parts of living in a city, they also <laughs> yeah. show that off. Um, but also there's a lot of just, like, early 20s kind of punk or goth or just very stylistic uh, artsy people in the background. It's just, I don't know, it's, it's cool. It's cool to see all different kinds of walks of life in the yeah. background. <laughs> I very much appreciate the show a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Mission Hill good. Mission Hill good, and there's certainly something that has influenced me a lot. Okay, we are at two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's mostly all I got for Mission yeah. Hill. 
Let's get into those ratings. Woo! What do you freaking rank Mission Hill? Um, I'll give it an 8.5. Yeah. Okay. What do you give it? Hmm, 9 out of 10. I'm, <laughs> it has aged quite well. It's like a fine wine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Um, It's really good. It's really good. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite shows ever. I'm glad that we got to watch it. I'm glad we got to watch it too. Dexter, oh. I swear. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dog. Okay. Uh, He's silly. What? Are we gonna freaking watch next? And uh, I will. Mm. I will point this out. Maybe I'm. I apologize. I probably should have pointed this out earlier. Um, mm. the next episode does come out April first. Oh shit! I don't have any jokes. <laughs> ah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, looks around. I'm not even gonna do a little funny teasing anything. I've just been wanting to get back to the show for a good fucking while and I always put it in the little questions that I ask you when I don't know what to pick and I'm to be fair, I'm, I'm usually happy with what you pick but every time I'm just like, damn, I really hope you I really hope you pick this one and then I you don't. I avoided it every time. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, we're gonna watch more BoJack. Oh, yeah. okay. I miss that depressed horse. <laughs> Oh boy, would that be season three then? Yes. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm I'm ready to be heard again. <laughs> oh yeah. I need it's to feel. <laughs> Bojack Horseman season three. Oh no. The only joke here is Bojack himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to point out before we close it out this episode will come out one day before my birthday so when you listen to this everybody better tell me happy birthday true yeah happy birthday b thank you (laughs) we can end the freaking episode now Uh, yeah hello if you liked hearing my voice uh you can follow me at gustosis g-u-t-s-t-o-s-i-s uh pretty much everywhere i do art and i stream and i have commissions open right now yay yay um, if you enjoyed my voice, you can follow me on Twitter and Tumblr at BumbleRuby, spelled Bumble, R-U-B-E, underscore, or without the underscore, on Tumblr. There are things happening. That's all I can say before I stop doing the thing, even though I'm almost done with the thing. Things are happening. Just keep an eye out. <laughs> keep an eye out. <laughs> keep an eye out. <laughs> if you like the podcast, you can... Uh, follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at Channel 2 News. Um, you can give the podcast five stars. Tell your roommates. There's nothing like fancy I can say about Mission Hill. In this uh, tell the tell your gay friends. couple that lives nearby. Um, tell... Tell your alcoholic dog. I was just about to say, tell your fucked up dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, and tell the brother who is forced to live with you. Fuck that guy, and am I right? Um, yeah, tell your friends about the podcast because we don't pay for advertisements or anything. Um, and give us five stars, please, 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 please. please. Or the highest rating if you whatever you're listening on doesn't use five stars. Yeah. Uh, if you want to send an email to us, or you want uh, to sponsor us, 
Wink. Wink. Um, you can send an email at channeltunepodcast at gmail.com. But the music was made by my friend Ben Joyner. Thank Yay. you. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> this is where the music plays. Yay. <laughs>